I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes! Yes, here we are again. We again. are the Red t- again. We are the Red Table Talk After Show, and we're here to discuss episode four and five. I am Tyler Simone, one of your hosts, but I couldn't do this without my beautiful panel. What's up, guys? What's poppin'? Hey! Hey! Hey. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about addiction during the coronavirus pandemic. And then we had a quick little girls trip reunion in the last episode, episode five. So uh, really quick overall thoughts of the first episode. We're going to talk about episode four. Jade, how did you feel about hearing about addiction and all that? Um, Honestly, first off, I never really necessarily thought about what people can like necessarily deal with or go through but it's really crazy because they pretty much you know put something in my mind that I didn't even think about and I was like wow really though like what what about the people that are addicted to um alcohol or smoking or just food like eating continuously you know and so I can't even imagine how hard that is because you know, we, you know, for just in general, we drink just because we want to settle down and we want to loosen up or we want to relax, right? So us being, having so much anxiety due to COVID, what can we do necessarily, you know, if we can't use our vices that calm us down? Yeah. 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 Uh, Tyler, how'd you feel about episode four? I, I, I genuinely enjoyed episode four um i thought it was definitely a conversation that needed to be had um because you know just on social media you see everybody's trying to deal with our new normal the best way they can and so the best way that most of us do is try to do what comes natural and what comes normal so we've been socializing from a distance via zoom and facetime and everything else and every time you're around a group of friends somebody's always like oh well let's take a shot oh let's do drinks oh let's do all these things and then before you know it, you're you're somewhere having brunch like every single day. And it's like, I wouldn't drink this much normally. So why am I doing this? So I, I just thought it was great that they even had this conversation. Mm. Same here. Jay Lamar, how about you? How'd you feel? I definitely think that it was a very informative episode. Being that I think we all have had a routine in life before quarantine. There are certain things that we did on Saturdays. There are certain things that we did on Sundays. There are certain things that we did on Fridays and Tuesdays. And even I know for me, you know, if I would go out for Taco Tuesday, I really wouldn't drink that much because number one, I probably drove. And then number two, I got to get up right early Wednesday morning. But now with being home, it's like, oh, I can drink a little bit more. Um, or I can't indulge in a little bit more of extracurricular activities because I don't have to get up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was to me, it was informative because it, it kind of allowed me to kind of hear how other people are reacting to being shut in and wanting to not say it's addiction, but like overindulging on certain things. Right. And I think that we all have kind of overindulged on probably liquor and stuff these past couple of weeks because ain't shit else to do right yeah and I guess people are just trying to make the best out of having to be home and a lot of people people feel like they have more fun when they're drunk or under the influence of some sort um faster yeah but it (laughs) is it can but I will say though it is kind of also scary in a way just because um 
when you drink nonstop, it's like, okay, like not ask you because I, in the show, they're like, okay, if you have to ask yourself if you're doing too much, then, you know, you probably have a problem, but it's not necessarily for people that are like, aren't addicted to it. It's just more so of asking yourself if, you know, am I doing it too much? Am I really actually enjoying it? Or do I just feel like I'm doing it because I can just do it now without having to worry about, you know, just like Jay Lamar said, like without having to drive or without having to like, you know, do other like other things when it comes to drinking. You feel me? Right. I love that they even threw eating in this whole process as well, because one thing I know all of us are doing is we're eating more, not because we necessarily like, being a glutton and like, you know, doing it from a malicious standpoint. But if you're doing absolutely nothing and you're sitting at home watching, you know, go actually going through all your Netflix and going through Hulu and all these things, what do we always do? We snack. And so people that weren't even doing the bare minimum of exercise, now you put on top of that, you're eating two, three times as much and you're still not doing the exercise. Like that's going to be a whole issue. And I love that they they touched on that, that too. because drugs and alcohol. Tyler, how dare you sit there with your bicep <laughs> and, and talk about people like me? Like, I did not exercise that much. Yeah. I know I did not. Yes, I've gained eight pounds, okay? But it's hey, okay. What's okay. Is it going to the right places? No, I was not Early. talking specifically <laughs> about you, I was I'm not talking actual. about you, okay? We don't hear acting like we ain't about to go back outside soon. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying, like, listen, when this thing is <laughs> over, this like body Wally. needs to be ready to go. Yeah. It needs I, to be ready. I, I feel attacked. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel attacked, please. Okay, you get your mile in. Just get a mile You shouldn't in feel attacked, like, but there's always yeah. tomorrow to do something. Oh, oh thanks, Tyler. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> Tyler, you really, you're going there. Okay. Okay. Train ACT. I want to ask you guys about smoking marijuana because <laughs> we... We work in an industry where I feel like marijuana is around a lot of the time because a lot of people use it to feel more. <laughs> right? What is that? Um, <laughs> they like marijuana is not what's around, but go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's not around. in this industry. In this industry, marijuana is well. Anyway, continue. I'll let you. Not well, in this city, I think in other cities, yeah, but not in this city. Well, I'm saying for creative, like creative people tend to use marijuana because they feel more creative, blah, blah, blah. And Willow was saying that she stopped smoking because she was doing it excessively and that she's lost friends because she stopped smoking. And I wanted to know if you guys have ever maybe met people out, you know, out at the club or at the bar. And once you stop doing those things, that they just kind of fell off at some point. Jay, let's start with you. Huh? Jay? Are you saying I Jay? Am, Jay? Jay Lamar. I'm doing oh, all the shade. Lamar. <laughs> no, not Jay. Oh, you know, I got nothing but love. I got nothing but love for Jay. Well, she said now that you're not going, you know, going out and stuff. How was your how was your life? You know. Have you, you said, do you have friends? any more friends? <laughs> I mean, I you, mean, so for me and my friend circles, we've turned to like Zoom and stuff like that. So we I still have my friend circle. Um, I think. And we don't in, indulge in anything beyond alcohol as much. Yeah. Um, so me and my friends are still good, Tyler. What about yours? Well, you know, I just, first of all, you know, I love Jay Lamar. I'm just messing <laughs> with you. Uh, so I haven't lost any friends. Well, first of all, y'all know I was cutting friends off last year. 
So I've been cutting friends off for a minute, and it had nothing to do with any substances or anything oh, like. Tyler, you started in 2018. I remember the story. Well, I'm sorry, 2018. Yeah, <laughs> 2018. I started cutting. You know, I, I, I'm a loyal type guy. You, you know right. what I mean? You got to go. But um, so with the but with the weed and stuff, I haven't had that. But what I do, I still see this, and I don't understand why there's still this stigma on marijuana. If 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 marijuana is legal, and in most places. I don't understand why people still have to like preface it or they're still scared to like embrace it. It's not, you're not breaking any law. There's a representative that I follow and he posted something saying, yeah, I'm smoking a cigar and like made clear it's not weed. And I'm like, but you're in a state where weed is legal. So why do you have to even make that, that different? But I haven't lost any friends. Um, even as I like, curtail everything like i'm really just trying to do as little as possible it's interesting that you say that though yeah you're like you walk with smoking weed you walk that fine line because even me i think like remember when we were younger we took dare oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. i still <laughs> got my t-shirt are we that old that's crazy it's not yeah, even they, around the <laughs> like all all drugs and, and they included marijuana as one of those mm-hmm. drugs so I do see why some people who are in the spotlight kind of like shine away from doing marijuana. I don't think that marijuana is per se like a drug because it treats so many different things. Um, but I do find it interesting that people that do do or do smoke, they don't talk about it as much as maybe they'll talk about cocktails and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the stigma. I think it's the stigma behind being a stoner, being a smoker is that you are unproductive and we'll talk a little bit about it, but I feel like it just depends on the person because people can smoke and actually be more productive. productive. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It depends Um, on what you're smoking, like what strand you're smoking and just all, there's so many things that go into it. Yeah. Cause what's the upper strand called? That's your sativas. Yeah. that's the one but that's my guess you know (laughs) (laughs) know nothing about that what you talking about jay i have no idea y'all must have all googled that real fast (laughs) (laughs) i got my ipad right here i looked it right on that i looked it right on that God. Okay. Um, I wanted to also talk about how you guys feel about parents and like parenting their kids <laughs> when it comes to drugs. Lord. Because Jada, I feel like Jada was kind of like in between a rock and a hard place. Like she wanted to be the parent, but it's like you can only do so much. I can yeah. answer that perfectly. Honestly. If I could be honest, everything that Jada and Willow was saying together, both, I felt like I was watching my mom and I, because I've told my mom multiple, you know, uppers of what it could do. But then my mom's just like, well, then why do you feel like you need it? So it's just a, it's a parent. I feel like it is a parent feeling like a parent, like the parental in them that is just like, okay, like, but this is the substance that you're taking. It's not like an exercise. It's not like drinking. It's like just, it's a substance that's known to warp your um, mentality and also you know parents you know around their time you know they they thought that like you know this was bad this is terrible you're not supposed to do this you know they, they've heard bad um situations about it but now that now in the days like we know about what's going on what the uh, good effects of it is and the uppers and all that 
it still doesn't matter to them. So I feel like when it comes to parents and um, like any type of drugs, or really necessarily more so marijuana, because when it comes to drugs, you ain't going to do Xanax and all that stuff. I don't want you to do that. But as far as like marijuana, I feel like it's not necessarily like, I don't think that a parent should necessarily feel like they have to be best friends with their kids about it. But also at the same time is as long as you trust and you know that your kid isn't abusing it, um, I feel like knowing that it's legal, just like it's like cigarettes are, you have to kind of not be okay with it because you're not going to be okay with it, but just also understand that, you know, like it's okay to do. But I do understand the worry though, because Jada, I mean, because Willow was talking about how it started like affecting her and all that stuff. So I think that's the main thing about what parents are worried about. They don't want your kid to be um, unproductive. You know, they don't want to be that specific like pothead. So it's a, it's a, it's a half, it's a, it makes sense why Jada is half, half about it because she does see the uppers for it, but also at the same time, like her daughter Willow literally had to stop because she felt like it was giving her negative downside to it now. And Willow's grown also. Like, you know, once you get to a certain point, your parents, they advise you and they say, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, because Lord knows my parents told me in college, you know, maybe you should dial back on this drinking. Like, we understand you're having a good time, but sir, there's no reason for you to have eight to 10 cocktails. Like, that's a bit much. But mm-hmm. um, I think that they, that you have to, as a parent, you give your child the freedom to explore and kind of find their way, but you still do it from a watchful place. Like you, you're still close enough where you can grab them if they go too far. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's 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 where Jada was in this whole process. And as you see, Willow found her own way. Yeah, which awesome. is beautiful, and I love that for sure. Yeah, I definitely think that it also stems from the fact that they come from a family of addiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that when you come from a family of addiction, I come from my father was an addict, so. I have to watch certain things that I do or, and my mom like oversees a lot of things that I do because she was like, you know, if you come from a person, especially like a parent that is an addict, it does make you kind of nervous about, am I indulging in this too much? Is it an addiction? Well, when does it become an addiction? So I think Jada was always giving her opinion to Willow to make sure that Willow was aware, like, you know, you, you are doing this a lot. Hello, you're doing it every day, all day, like addiction runs in our family. I think that Jada served as that reminder, um, that parental reminder, but it also like Jada allows her children to kind of make the decisions for themselves. And then also you have to realize that Jada, that um, Willow was going through a lot of like mental, like health issues when it came to back in the day. So like, I feel like that also played an effect of why she would be more on her about it as well as a parent. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's a difference between smoking, like, you know, if you're doing J's or whatever, it's it's a difference between, like, maybe smoking a half a J or a whole J throughout the course of one day and smoking, like, four or five. Like, we don't know how much Willow was smoking when she was like, oh, I just really needed to take this back. Because she could have been on a whole other level where she was smoking every hour on the hour. Mm -hmm. And to, like, add, like, very quick, like, what I was saying, um, I feel like, you know, going back to the question, I don't know if I answered that correctly, Tyler, but... um, as far as like what I think about poor parents that do worry about that, I think it's okay. It's okay to worry about, you know, kid, your kid, and then also making sure that, you know, they're not on that addictive 
uh, chain. But also at the same time, like Tyler said, like, you know, you have to be able to trust your kids to make the right decisions. You know, you can't just always assume that they're going to have the worst for themselves, you know? And I think that's what makes a person rebel even more because it's just like, I'm going to keep doing it to let you know that it's not going to do anything to me. And then next thing you know, like, you're not doing it because you're not doing it from initially how you, what you started for doing, the reason that you started doing it, you're doing it now to like somewhat kind of maybe prove yourself or whatnot. You know, some people's mentality can be like that. But it, you yeah. can tell that Jada was doing it from a place of like a, a yeah, for very sure. passionate and probably yeah. soft approach. It wasn't mm-hmm. like aggressive. It was like, yeah. like I said, it was just like a gentle reminder. Hey baby, you smoking five times a day. Yeah. Like, but it wasn't like overbearing because I feel like if Jada wanted to be overbearing, we know she. She'll let her know, yeah. Yeah. And and like you said hey, earlier, Jay, the, and like you said, I was gonna say Jay, like like you said a few minutes ago, it's not just like oh well, the grandmother had an addiction or only one other person. Like this is just like lineage. Okay. So it's like so it's, it's like Gammy had it. Jada says she had a situation with alcohol that she had to check. So it's like a pattern that's going from generation to generation. It's not just like a one off. So I think mm. she's hypersensitive to it for sure it's understandable i agree with all you guys i feel like you need to know your kid because i mean you can't parent every kid the same like some kids just you need to do more to make sure they stay on track um and toward the end i know willow got more into her way of getting out of that constant smoking and Mm -hmm. she mentioned um she's like doing my yoga now doing more yoga and trying to figure out like why she smokes to begin with that thought, Mm. like right before you smoke, like, why am I doing this? Am I stressed? And I found that to be really helpful, Mm -hmm. even for drinking, drinking wine or whatever it is. It's like, why am I doing this? Hopefully it's for a good reason. You have to be intentional with everything you do. I'm nervous though, because I feel like, I don't know about y'all, but like on a Friday night, if I've had a long ass week, one of the first things I go to is like, I need a cocktail to kind of like relax myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of made me nervous. Like, damn, am I leaning towards alcohol to be my sense of relief? Should my relief be something else? I, that's It just made me think about stuff like that. Like, damn, yeah. I'm stressed. One of the first thing I say is, give me a damn drink. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, the fact that you're even thinking like that already yeah. is the biggest sign that you're not an addict. Addicts don't think like that. Addicts, they don't realize that they have become addicted to something until they're so far deep in this hope. My dad, uh, like I said for, on another show for years, he was one of those functioning where if you didn't know like the little minute signs, you would never know this Negro had an addiction problem. But my point is they don't realize they have it until they're so far deep. So Mm-hmm. You know, just like you were saying, Jay, I'm so self-aware and I pay attention to every little thing. I check myself all the time. Like, am I doing this too much? How often am I doing this? What's the meaning behind this? And then I realize, oh, you're just being paranoid or you're just, you know. And then also, exactly. And then also, and even if you're asking yourself that and you're like, no, I'm not, but you still feel like it, test yourself. Test yourself to see, okay, well, if yeah. you can live without doing it for a week or whatnot, or the doing it without like those like times that you do it. Because that's sometimes what I do when it comes to like drinking. Because sometimes like I can I can drink, and so I feel like okay, you know what? Let me take a step back just to test myself and make sure okay, like I can live without it. And you know, people kind of see that as like a bad thing that you have to test yourself. But it's like no, like it's that's how you're able to tap in whether you are addicted to something or you're not. That's how I feel. Like Easter week, uh, it was Holy Week, and mm-hmm. I had given up some things for Lent 
But I had realized like up until that point, like I was drinking pretty much. It seemed like every day I was going to a Zoom party or somebody was having something. Oh, so I was drinking every day. It's so popular. That Zoom parties. For oh, real. I have one for my birthday in three weeks. So y'all get ready. Oh. Uh, oh. Anyway, but I, I noticed like up until that week, I'm like, damn, I'm drinking every day. So like for Holy Week, I was like, let me not intentionally drink every day. Um, cause I felt like I was, wasn't losing control, but I felt like, damn, I'm drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause ain't shit else to do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know that's, that's the problem that a lot of people are having. How did you guys feel about the, the methods that the doctor had for us at the end when it comes to dealing with the pandemic and the anxiety behind it? Because I know that, um, they have one girl on there that was talking about just not feeling like she's in control of what's going on and like anxiety coming from just like, you know, just feeling out of control. But he was saying, you know, focus on the things that you can control. So how do you guys go about like managing your anxiety? Pray. <laughs> yes, come on and pray. Yes. Pray. Because, um, but not even just like prayer, but to manage your anxiety, you have to really be creative with yourself you know you have to really be open to get out of your comfort zone and push Mm -hmm. yourself to do things that you never really necessarily do because you're more so distracted on you know learning that technique or you're more so um distracted on uh like I don't know like you know improving yourself you know rather than thinking about it so I think it's just more so um focusing on your, what you can do by doing the little things that you never really do. Yeah. I would say for me, if I can make this a little bit more personal, mm-hmm. I never really tapped into my anxiety. I always uh, covered it up um, and pretty much put it like in the back of my mind. If I was anxious about anything, I would just put it in the back of my mind and cover it up with something else. But now being home so much and in my own space by myself so much, my anxiety literally taps me on the shoulder daily and has a conversation with me like, you anxious, huh? Uh, you you feel, feel it too. Yeah, and like you feel it. And I literally have to take at least like two or three breaks during the day to like step outside and like either go for a walk or like breathe in some fresh air and kind of like mentally gather myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, a, I'm, I'm an extrovert. Like I'm an extraordinary extrovert. So I'm not used to being by myself. I'm not used to being home so much. And the anxiety of not knowing when we're going to be free, in a sense, or when we're going to be able to celebrate the victories that we we had during quarantine and stuff like that is like, sometimes gets the best of me. I'm not going to lie. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm really anxious for stuff to open back up because I'm like, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like sometimes like, are my dreams on hold because of COVID? And then you feel anxious just because when you do want to do that or when you can do it, it's like you're anxious of whether or not you should because you don't know if they have it. You don't know if this is going on. You know, you're it's that's why the world's going to be very, very interesting, y'all, as far as when it opens back up, back up, especially going out. Because you know, know. the the interesting thing is prior to this whole quarantine situation, I would rate my anxiety levels somewhere around seven, ten being the Mm -hmm. highest. Mm-hmm. And since the whole quarantine situation, my anxiety has been hanging out somewhere around three. Like for mm-hmm. me, I, what you're experiencing, Jay, and what I'm experiencing is like polar opposite because I'm an only child. Being alone is kind of like my comfort space. Mm-hmm. And 
And then also this whole, the fact that I'm not the only one in quarantine, you're in quarantine, Jade's in quarantine, Tyler's in quarantine, the president should be in quarantine, everybody's in quarantine. So it's like, like we're all, it's, 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 everyone's experiencing the same thing. So I actually feel like the, le- the playing field is leveled. When I post a video and I need to tag Issa Rae or Michelle Williams or whomever it is, they respond back immediately because everybody's doing the same thing. So now I'm able to do things that I wasn't able to do before. And mm-hmm. I'm actually able to manifest and actually put to work some of the things that were on hold because mm-hmm. I was so busy trying to keep up with everything else that's going on. So mine has actually Ooh, been preach. the opposite. Mm-hmm. Preach. Same, it's same the opposite. It really mm-hmm. is. I I agree with you, Jay Lamar, about feeling anxious about your dreams and like not knowing like maybe where to go from here or what's next and how it's going to change. Because especially for us, luckily, yeah, we can do things over the internet. But it's like, is this going to become what hosting is? Or oh, <laughs> or yeah. even how would you even necessarily have a job for hosting? You know what? What right. because if you're doing this via remotely like you know what are you supposed to do as far as if you want to um get into that position you know because why would anyone want to leave now at this point to leave their position you think about if i think about that too i think about other people when it comes to that's what raises my anxiety i think about other people as far as so if everything is all on hold how like what can i do and how can i get a step up you know Cause they have to, they have to physically see you too. They have to see how you work, your personality, and all that. And I feel like interviews can only do so much. Like, yeah, competition is stiff out here now that everybody's at home. Everybody's Ooh. doing the same thing. There's an Instagram yeah. live interview happening every day. So you're yeah. right. I get you. All of our jobs are essentially people that weren't doing our jobs before are doing, are doing our jobs now. Well, but I, you know, we're pros. Tyler, you kind of like reminded me of something, and I want to thank you for that. Um, among, amongst all your shade, you know, I really, <laughs> I want like you open my mind up to something in saying that it's an even playing field, mm-hmm. and I'll say that to say that okay, so I signed a talent to a talent agency this week. So I got a talent agent, and I've been trying to get an agent for about two and a half, three years, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been working out. And through this quarantine, with a lot of these executives and stuff being at home, mm-hmm. they really have time to really look at and sit, yeah, and our material and like really like determine the talent, opposed to everything being so quick paced. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like this could be a win situation for all of us. Oh yeah. It, it's definitely going to open up doors for us, especially if we're consistent with our content. Yeah, and we're in prayer. So, in Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, come on and pray live on the air. I love it. Y'all better pray. But I'm a live prayer. You know, but but adding to what you just said, Jay, like, but yes, okay, we know that these directors and these execs can like sit and watch all these things, but also at the same time, now what do we do when since everyone's doing what we do, what makes our con that's what I started thinking, what makes our content different from the other people's content? What shows that we are unique and you know, not saying like I'm better than you type stuff, but it's like what makes us different than the others? You feel me? That's the hard part because they for sure got videos and all that stuff in their mail. So how can you, so what do you think that you can say as far as helping people feel right when it comes to submitting themselves and not being overwhelmed with all that? I 
think, but you're already unique. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think the most interesting thing is right now is a good trial and error period. Whatever you try, and let's say you put out a video and like that video only gets, let's say, 2,000 views. And you're like, damn, that was a 10,000 hitter. You could try a different formula or a different plan next week. And let's say the plan that you try next week, that video gets 12,000 views. Mm-hmm. It's like now is the time where you can really find your niche and work it. And it's trial and error. Like, yeah. honestly, we really don't know what the hell is going to work as far as until, you, until it works. Do it, yeah. Right? yeah. And on top of that, it's like, so it's twofold. One, you're already unique. The problem wasn't, you know, was Jade unique. The problem was people were too busy to pay attention to how unique Jade actually is. Now that people can slow down, they're able to see. So you don't need to change anything. You are already there. And no matter who jumps on, like, I love the celebrities that we follow. I love watching you know, Cedric interviewed Tiffany or Tiffany interviewed this one. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're actors. They are not hosts. Hosting is its right. own mm-hmm. unique talent. No matter how many reality stars, Khloe Kardashian, you give a show to, it's not going to work because they're not hosts. Only yeah. hosts can really do what we do, which is the great thing about AfterBuzz TV. So that's one. And then yeah. two, um, sure. I lost my train of thought. So I'm only able to give you one. I forgot. Hey, those are gems, though. They gems. Yeah. That was a good one. Think- that was a good one. I think it's a big one. And I feel like for us so that we don't get discouraged, it's just to remember that like we've been trained for this. And I feel like all we have to do is show our personalities because we already have them. They're not fake or phony. Yeah. Um, but it just seems the key seems to be consistency, quality, and personality. And we have all of those. So it's just like trying to put them into motion. Yeah. And real quick, I remembered my second point, which was, yes, we all want these million dollar views and everything, but let's also remember someone like Issa Rae, someone like James Bland, all of those people that are now Emmy Award winners. When they started out on YouTube, nobody was watching. They were getting 100 views or they were getting 10 likes and it just grows mm-hmm. from there. So you can't be so obsessed with the mm-hmm. number of views and all of that. The point is that you put out quality content and as long as it's out there, eventually, yeah. it might be 10 years from now. As long as you reach a million views at some point, that's all that matters. Yeah, so Don't pay attention to the views. Do it because you want to do it and because it's quality. Absolutely. I love that. I'm, I'm going to give you a quick testimony of somebody else. I like testifying for people, too. I have a homegirl. She is a relationship coach and a dating coach just like me. She puts out videos every three or four days. When I tell you her videos maybe get 150 views, but she has been in the past month on every major daytime show there is. I'm talking about Tamra. She's on The Real, The View, The Talk. She on KTLA in the morning. Like only because her content is consistent. They're not looking Mm. at the numbers. They're looking at the consistent content that she's putting out. I love that. And it's quality. Mm. It's quality. That's very important. The right people just have to see it. Yeah. Yep. That's a exactly. big part of it, I think. I think that's a huge part of it. Okay, so we do have some news for you guys. But before we get to that, let's just briefly talk about episode five. Um, the Women of Girls track. Trip. Were- oh. <laughs> Sorry, we got it's back. Okay. Track. <laughs> it's okay. It was a good sidetrack. Um, yeah, that was a good sidetrack. That was a good one, yeah. 
Um, the women of Girls Trip were on the episode. Regina Hall, Tiffany Haddish, and Queen Latifah. How'd you guys feel about this episode? Did you feel like it was necessary? Were you happy yes. to see them? Yes. Okay. Yes, Very I loved necessary. it so much. Yeah. Literally, I started watching single ladies. I mean, not single ladies, living single and from season one. So seeing Queen Latifah, first of all, I was just, wow, you look great still miss that and then also i loved how genuine everyone was like everyone's chilling they it just they made me feel like they were real like obviously they're real people but like they were just regular people you know and it's really nice and refreshing when it comes to zoom how it just shows that at the end of the day we're in our homes we're recording we're chilling you know we're doing our own thing so it's a very big refresher just knowing that celebs are not just celebs they're literally regular people I know it was a, probably a lot of editing that had to take take place. <laughs> oh, Tiffany, I, Tiffany was probably vomiting. <laughs> I think Queen Latifah was even like telling too much because I I noticed like sometimes half her sentences would get cut. So I'm like, she probably said a little bit too much because we know how mm-hmm. tired she is. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was it was just like four soul sisters got back together, and, and I, I loved it. And I, I loved it, Mr. B. I loved it. it. It, I laughed from beginning to end on this episode. It was it was definitely a break from all the heavy episodes that they've yes. been having. And when yes. I tell you, so I think I told y'all before there, my, my crush, you know, they talked about crushes on this show. Yeah. My three celebrity crushes are Kelly Rowland, Regina Hall, and uh, Yara Shahidi. Those are my three mm-hmm. uh, celebrity crushes. But I think... Really? Queen, wow. Those are some good ones. This woman is... Gorgeous. Did y'all see Queen Latifah? Like, she looked good. Her hair and then the All thing and then the, with or without the hat. The, yeah. With or without. Gorgeous. Oh, and she got literally. right up in the camera and you can like see everything. Oh, that woman is so fun. She's she one of the few women I know I would marry because I know she'll wear a tuxedo to yes. my <laughs> And she's just her. And she's just, wearing a nice tuxedo, tuxedo to my wig. I hope she would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she would. Yeah. She definitely would. a little brim because she loves brims. She does. And it looks Listen. good on her, too. They do. Mm-hmm. Anything Queen wants to do, I am down. I am yes, down. Any one of those, any one of them, I am down for it. Oh, yeah. Was there anything that they said during this episode that was shocking to you? Because I know that, let's see. Oh, Tiffany was talking about how she's on Bumble. And I just find it hard to believe that these celebrities are actually on dating apps. I feel like they just say that just to say it. I don't I think know. Tiff- no, I think oh. Tiffany really be on. Tiffany really you think be on. So? I yeah, she might I not agree. be herself, yeah. but she's definitely on Bumble. I agree. Yeah. I feel like Tiffany, she is a very different personality than all than a regular celebrity. She definitely still she has that celeb status, but she's one hundred percent like like us. Like she'll do the same thing. She'll go on Groupon, she'll go on Bumble, you know, she's still the same person. So I feel like for sure that with the whole Bumble thing, I think she would do it. Uh, I definitely think that. her profile picture is not her profile picture, though. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. her. It's probably, yeah. like, maybe just, like, an arm or maybe her silhouette. <laughs> of course, because then people, yeah. Just a good song. Right. But Bubba, Go you're able to message them first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but I do, I had a Thanksgiving dinner with Tiffany a couple years ago, and like you said, oh. Jay, she is exactly <laughs> like her I'm not new we, to this. Are we telling Tiffany y'all. stories? I got some Tiffany stories. Let, let me tell. I'm not I went new to a party with her. You know, oh, are, we, are we telling stories about Tiffany? Let me okay. say, we made plans to go to Six Flags. I'm just saying. But did I'm y'all not new to this? Did y'all? Go? I couldn't make it. I was booked. I couldn't make it. Ooh, but she, but, but, but she and my and the rest of the group, they went. I just couldn't make it. <laughs> 
But yeah, wow. I just she's but my point was she is everything that you see, that's her. There's no fakeness, it. no pretense, like that is her. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe it. Okay, y'all Tyler. Did y'all imagine bringing like Tiffany Haddish home to your parents? Yes. My family <laughs> would love it. <laughs> my family, she's sister. like everybody in my family. Ready to crack jokes, ready to get in, come in, ready to work, because we're gonna put you doing something. So and just she probably home that same that same orange outfit. The same That's one. Fine. That's all you need. And she was but be careful with the cat suit. She said, "Be careful with the cat suit." Careful with the cat suit. Tyler, would you like to present our news for today? Let's, let's get into some news. And we do. So I'm gonna start things off with uh, with Willow. Um, I, I did see these videos in. I'm not sure if they got them. But either way, if you go on Willow's page, you see as we talk so much, she has been working on her craft. She kind of put down the weed and everything. So there's a video of her playing the guitar and she is legit like, you can tell when a creative person is like still learning. She was like not just playing it, but she was like studying and like paying attention to like, oh, if I do this, it sounds like that. And I, I thought that was great. And then there's also a video of her doing this yoga thing I no matter how yoga thing. I work, no, no matter how much I work out because I'm not a yoga head. That is difficult. There's no way in a million years that I well, let me not say that. There's no way at this point that I could do that. Like it was well it now was you really, have to try. Really well, you know I'm gonna try. That's on my list because I'm doing all <laughs> new things during quarantine. So I'm uh one of the things I'm adding to that is yoga. So we'll see how far I get. That's a cute little phrase. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> What? What all I need to wait? What I need to? I need to copyright. What? What did I? What I need all to, new things during quarantine. That's cute. Oh, that's I like that. Hashtag that's all new things during quarantine. That is mine. Feel free to use it though. Feel free. I like that. I, 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 I said it. But you, but I said it first. Anyway, now watch you actually go on hashtag on Instagram and that like right? a million people like a million. use it. <laughs> I don't mind. Y'all know where it came from. There's a video footage. Um, there's also a pic of uh, so Jada was doing her well, two things. Jada posted a pic of Prince because you guys know three days ago, four days mm-hmm. ago was Prince's uh, anniversary of his death, and so she posted Crazy. a picture uh, of Prince. Uh, rest in peace to one of the great kings in music. And then also mm-hmm. she did, I don't know if y'all ladies, if y'all are having this issue, but apparently there's a thing with nails. And if you have, I don't know what the fake nails are called. ladies, but... look at me. <laughs> 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 I'm Jay Lamar. Jay, are your nails fake, Jay Lamar? No, but they gel. And you know what gel So this story, this story does not pertain to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am specifically talking about people with fake nails because yes. Jada said that, that the Aww. way you get the fake nail off if you can't get to the salon is you use dental Violet. Or I guess. Oh, pilot, yeah. Or you can use a card, but that's another it looks very <laughs> You can it use a card. It looks you can so use a card. Painful. I mean, it's really, you know, honestly, it's kind of satisfactory. Like, it's, satis- yeah. it's very satisfying when it pops off. So, it's like, <laughs> and it breathes. How do you get the gel mm. off? The gel? Uh, it comes off it's, in, like, pieces. Or you could get it off yeah. in one chunk, but... But oh, so I, this is not just, uh, uh, hello. This is not your segment. Y'all can talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> we got like three minutes. Uh, and then also, finally, to close this out, y'all know Will. He his pay, if you're not following Will Smith on Instagram, you're just missing out because this page is so entertaining. You can watch this page all day and just not even worry about Netflix or Hulu. Um, but mm-hmm. he posted a pic showing when, I guess, Willow and Trey are the last ones to come downstairs for, for breakfast in the morning. So he posted a picture of like him, uh, Jaden and, and, and Jada, and they just look 
they look so cool, so chill in that picture. And then he posted a hilarious video trying to get into yoga. And like I said, I don't know if we have this video, but if we're not playing it, please go to Will Smith's IG page and see the video of him trying to learn yoga. It is hilarious. And that is your Mr. and Mrs. Smith news. Oh, thank you so much. You You really summed it up. I try. I try. I actually wrote it down. (laughs) Listen, I'm doing all new things in quarantine. I actually wrote it down because I never. Yes. I'm so proud. We love it. We love the preparation. We love that. I'm proud of you, Tyler. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. (laughs) 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 This is crazy. Well, that completes our show this week. Thank you guys for joining us. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. We'll be back Mm -hmm. here hopefully next week. There's a new episode, but either way, you'll see us again coming soon. You can follow me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. Where can they follow you? Tyler, you want to start? You can follow me on all social media and get your entire life at B Tyler Pipe. And you can, my name is Jade Ming. You can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at my Ming official, M-A-I-M-I-N-G official. <laughs> and if you are looking for motivation and inspiration, you can follow me on all social media platforms yes. at I am Jay Lamar. Mm-hmm. Come, on, come on, motivation. Come yes, on. come on. Come on. Thank Shout you guys so Kelly much Rowan. for watching. We have that motivation. <laughs> right? Y'all, I like her new song. Y'all like her new song. Love it. Coffee, I, I like, like it. it. Coffee's yes. dope. Yes. Shout out, like Kelly. Coffee. Right. Shout out, Kelly. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next week. Hey. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.